I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And we're the Soul Sisters. Good job, Anita. Way to <laughs> I chime always, in. I missed that on the last podcast, but no one caught it. So I, I even pre-warned you. <laughs> I know you did, but I always forget the last part. I always remember I'm Anita, and that apparently is really hard for me these days. <laughs> well, you know, you've had a wild run. You've been doing a lot lately. We're here at the State Fair podcasting on the go. And today we're going to talk about all things fair related. So as you guys know, both Anita and I um, competed this May. So we're going to give you guys a couple of healthy food options for if you are traveling at the fair. Um, And we'll kind of give you the tea on some maybe options you might want to splurge on. Just our tips and tricks from what we're doing. We're just hanging out at the fair. We're just kind of talking all things fair. I have the, um, the, I don't know what you would call it. I have the leisure or the availability to be able to check out the fair every single day. I'm here for all 12 days in the Sparkle Ridge booth. So I've been having a lot of fun going out and testing. I've been bringing a lot of food because I have a fridge and everything here, um, which is convenient because fair food can get expensive. But I'm out there dabbling the sweets and the, the other treats that have to offer and trying to keep it as clean as possible is what I'm, I'm, I and Camille have been attempting to do. And I know she was here with her boyfriend who... Um, is working on clean eating right now because he's prepping for a show. So different tips and different ideas for the competitor, whether you're doing a show or you're just trying to maintain and not splurge, just different ideas to approach and and make the fair enjoyable for you so it's not a, a headache. And I know I'm just going to straight up go ahead and offer up your microwave to any of the PFG <laughs> oh, clients absolutely. Um, that are prepping for a fall show. Uh, stop on by in the Coliseum, booth number 110. Uh We'll let you heat up your food in our microwave. (laughs) It is a free-for-all. If you need that microwave, it's not a problem. I let people know it's a charging station as well. So (laughs) I have a landing zone, and it's something amazing for me here, and I do nothing but try to share it with everyone. So when you came in with your boyfriend, you brought in food, right? so we brought in a full cooler. Like, it was plain as day. We weren't trying to smuggle in food, though I did think we might have to do that. Well, I think everyone kind of panics. Anytime a purse is going to get checked, don't we all kind of panic (laughs) a little bit? Like, even though you clean cut and have nothing going on in there, you get kind of nervous. But, yes, you can bring in food here. Everyone checking purses at the gates is so nice. They're so laid back. I'm a vendor, so they're checking my purse very minimally because I tell them I'm a vendor right away. But, um, again, I'm bringing in food and snacks and all that kind of beverages and stuff as well and we even brought in a full gallon jug of water too so and i mean i was ready to go full-blown momager on like like this is prep we need this we food. need to make this and they happen. didn't even fuss yeah. about it at all so go ahead come bring in your prep food and then we goals. highly recommend that if you're doing a show don't say no to the fair just bring your food with and plan that one or two thing that you're going to sample what i would do if it were me on contest prep if i didn't have a show close and i had room for some cheating um, I'd be splitting splitting things, or I'd probably do the BLTs, some bikes and lit taste, yep. just a little bit here and there, just to kind of get the essence of that powder donut or that sweet Martha cookie, and not uh, take the whole bucket and sit in the corner by myself and put it down. <laughs> yeah, definitely get a taste of what food is. Come with a group so you can all kind of take turns buying the food and sharing it. Um, that's what I've been doing. This is my third day at the fair this year, um, trying different things of food i think my goal for today is to head over to the corn stand yeah um get a sweet corn so that kind of leads me right into like if i were on prep right now um or heavily counting my macros some clean options for the fair that i would go for would be the sweet corn obviously you just have to macro in your carbs for that um but that would be a cleaner option i'm sure you can ask for no butter 
and it's so it's slow spoiled. roasted that yeah i think it's on there but again you know butter's not gonna yeah set derail you right there's not, also yeah. um frozen grapes i believe that are near the corn station Ooh, yep. um there's a couple different turkey leg spots which would be you know a cleaner pro- yeah. protein-based food here Grapes um, would be even a great pump up if you're yeah. getting close to your show and need to see what grapes to do to yeah. your sugar. That would again be a great practice. I also think for the preppers out there uh, that there is a pull up station. I believe that definitely Riley was Riley, at it, wasn't it? He might be prepping to go again. Go around, around. I don't know. So there's that here too because if you're fit, you might as well show it off. Here, I'll give a tip. Um, I have had multiple shows here in the Coliseum. Here, I, I used to come here way back in the day as a kid, but. As uh, an adult now, being at the at the Coliseum, I have taken advantage of the stairs in the Coliseum. Mm. So if you're on prep, and now they run shows pretty tight back to back here at the State Fair, but there are downtimes. So if you ever see the Coliseum and you need to get a good leg busting workout in, I have looped that Coliseum twice running those stairs up and down, and it did wonders for my legs. So there's little things that you can do to make kind of fun and not be the person who was the pain in the butt at the fair. Yeah, and I've I've come to the fair a week out from my show before, just packed my baggie full of super potatoes and chicken before, right. and it's totally doable. You just come and have fun. There's, like, the arcade games you can do there, um, different activities just around the fair, obviously looking at all the vendors like Sparkle Ridge. Um, it's fun too. But if you are going to go in and indulge in some treats, um, I can let you guys know what I ate and yeah. the meat I had. Yep. Um, let you know kind of the what what was good and what was not. Um, a, I think Sweet Martha's are overrated. Feel free to DM me and I'll explain why. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I think they're okay cookies. Is it the hype? Is it a bucket it's of the cookies? Hype and it's it's excessive wine and it's just... Whatever they did with their marketing, they nailed it. Oh, yeah. They're great, and everyone knows them. And I've definitely bought their cookies before, and I think I've had a better cookie. Right. It's a good cookie. It's warm, and it's a chocolate chip cookie, but I've had better. Yeah, right. I just think it's too hyped up. Right. Well, don't tell Martha that. No, I would never tell sweet Martha. (laughs) (laughs) But I did um, splurge on the most ridiculous sweet ever. It was just kind of kitty corner from the Coliseum, Um, whatever, kind of by the... Well, I'm not going to explain to you where it is. I don't remember fully. It was called the Bacon Fluffer Nutter. So Ooh. basically it was two cinnamon roll, like pancake type things, um, panini pressed with, in the middle was marshmallow, bake, bacon, and peanut butter. And then they cut it in half and we dipped it in maple syrup. Oh my gosh. Did like, you black out afterwards? <laughs> I only ate half. So like, like the sugar rush would roll in and also you're like, the eyes were going to be rolling yeah. in the back of my head. You ate half, but it was good? It was really good. It was really sweet, but like I would never want more than a half of that. Got it. So that Got was it. really good and something that was just kind of like not your traditional, you know, donuts or cookies type thing. Um, it was all of them put together. Yeah, it was. It was. And then, so that's it for sweets. I think that's all I had this year. Did you have sweets? Any sweets here? I have had. So I have really, I crowds and people I'm okay with, but I prefer, especially I'm going to be here for all 12 days. I knew I wasn't going to rush out there quickly. I knew I had plenty of time to slowly kind of get some of my cravings out of the way. So I've been staying in here, but I went out with my sister one day and we hit up um, deep fried candy bar and we were torn between the, either it was it Snick, it was Snickers or Milky Way or the Reese's peanut butter cup. We went peanut butter cup disappointed really yeah it was just like 
it was a mini donut on a peanut butter cup, but there was no melty goodness. Like the cup wasn't even fully hot. It was, it was, it was okay. It tasted like what it said, but I think in my mind, I'm a caramel person. Mm. If I, we would have done something a little gooey caramely, I think there would have been a little bit more satisfaction there. I definitely remember I had one more sweet. It was over by the big slides and it was a hot fudge malt and it was incredible. Yum. Oh, hot fudge malt sounds really good. That was the only thing that I had like fully by myself. Okay. Everything else I just took bites, licks, taste yeah. of, uh, worth it. Worth it. Was it. delicious. My sister still had a sweet tooth. Um, so when we're headed towards the buses and she's about to get on a bus, you know what it is when, like, when you're leaving an event, you're like, one more thing. Yeah. I need to get one more beer or one more, you know, loop around the roller skating rink, whatever it may be. She's like, I need one more thing. So we stopped and we got a, more of a traditional cream puff where they take a light pastry, cut it in half, and they fill it with cream. It was probably the messiest thing that you could imagine because it was so light. Mm. It was like that real cream really light and fluffy the the pastry was i if it was warm i think it would have been more pliable but um it was fun to eat because it was so messy and um we were we and everyone kind of gets it and starts eating it right out the booth and then it just like people had i had a guy had it on his nose (laughs) in his mustache and then it's like getting all over your plate but everyone has the right idea everyone starts licking their plate and like getting that because they know that whipped cream is what they want so as odd as it was and it's right by the bus stop so you you take a bus in you'll be able to see it right away it's like a traditional cream puff and um it was awkward but amusing to eat Mm -hmm. because watching my sister have cream cheese or cream puff all over her face (laughs) and struggling yet you want to lick the plate like it's so good you're like it doesn't matter if people are watching me we need to do this right now I'm going to lick this paper plate (laughs) and I lied about the sweets I definitely had another thing oh my gosh see she said you only have one but you can't I know I came here three days I forget that I had too much sugar you will black out on some level and you're going to lie to yourself and say you only had one you're like oh no, I think I stopped four times. Uh, I had nitro ice cream. Ooh, um, yep. I had a coworker that used to, um, he works there. So we went and visited him and got some nitro ice cream. I didn't pay for that one, which is why I didn't remember it. Oh, <laughs> yep, that could be. But it's awesome ice cream. It's got a really nice mouthfeel. It's a lot more like dense than normal ice cream. It's um, frozen with liquid nitrogen, which is kind of cool novelty thing. Yep. Uh, so diving into the savory, I obviously had some cheese curds. Not going to lie. Like, you, you can't come to the state fair and not have cheese curds, so I, like, definitely recommend it. But I've definitely had better cheese curds in my life. Got it. Well, you are from Wisconsin, and True. you guys, the Wisconsinites claim the curds, but I have now been married to a man from Wisconsin, and <laughs> your curds are better. Yeah. They are. And I'm coming from a dairy family here, right. so don't, Dad, don't listen to this. <laughs> but, um... Yep, the curds were good here. I had a big bucket that you guys brought me. Yep, that's what we did the bucket with my coworkers. And I did a reheat. I mean, I ate them as a reheat. It was fine. I needed calories yeah. at the time, but you got to eat them fresh. Yeah. yeah. Big bucket of curds was $15. So when they came back and said they bought $30 worth of cheese curds, oh. I was just, all I could say was, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Who spends $30 on curds? Hey, you know <laughs> we all ate it. It was, it was magical. It was good. But I mean, just some shout outs here. Best yep. cheese curds I've ever had from Wisconsin. They were the biggest things I've ever eaten in my life. It was from, I believe, like Milwaukee Brewing Company, like a burger place. Huge cheese curds. It was like half a block of cheese. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Oh. <laughs> Check out my food Instagram. I posted it. There. Okay, good, good. All their best cheese curds from Minnesota, 
if you're ever going for Rochester for any reason, you got to go to Newt's and you got to get the cheese curds. Ooh. Best cheese curds I've ever had. Ooh. I'll be going to Rochester. For like the normal That'll ones. Be good. Yeah, really so that good. was really good. Um, what else savory at the fair have you had? You had your tot platter. Tater tot. Nachos. The tacho. It was a flight. Kind of like a beer flight or a wine flight. They're doing a tot flight. So there was the Minnesotan kind, the city slicker, a Seattle, and then another kind. One tasted like a Big Mac. One had pear on it. Oh, I dipped into that pear. thought it was a potato, and I just I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> come different. back. I couldn't come back after that. <laughs> the other one, the one from Minnesota, had like some sort of fish on it, but I couldn't taste the fish okay. at all. And I honestly don't remember what the other one was. Did you enjoy the creativity of it? I did enjoy the variety of it a lot. Okay. Like, I, I, I was really hungry, and it was a really close option, and I think that's why I went with it. I wasn't disappointed, and the variety, like, satisfied me. But, like, I'm not a super big tater top person anyway, so I'm not sure why I went with oh, that. But, you know, I think just it was, it was okay. It was close. And same for Jay and other people. I have a lot of friends and family stopping at the booth. And I invite them to stay and hang out or come back and crash if they need to, just because it's a landing post. When you're at the state fair, like it gets a little crazy. So if you need a if you need a homebound, Sparkle Ridge is where it's at. I'm trying to keep it as zen as possible in here as well. When I I've been going on food runs, so when people are visiting me, if I'm hitting a food run, I've hit up the corn stand for sure. Okay. Always, always. Right. No, I didn't get corn. I don't know why. What'd you get? I got corn for other people. Okay. Is Did you that weird? Take a bite? No. <laughs> didn't even wasn't even interested. Oh, interestingly interesting. enough. Um, but then I got distracted and I saw the Ufta Taco stand. <laughs> now Ufta Tacos and I go way back in the day, <laughs> back to when I used to go to Wee Fest. Um, so when I saw that Ufta Taco stand, I was all about that one and stopped there and they were as amazing as they were in the past. They're not definitely macro friendly because yeah. they have a, a fried pastry. Um, but if you want a twist on a taco, I always recommend the Ufta Tacos. I introduced it to my sister, and she called me the next day <laughs> and said she's going to need another Ufta Taco. That's how amazing it was. Do you carry red um, I don't, but I know a custom cow cowboy hat maker that's just down the way. I'll show you him. And, Camille, you keep yeah, talking. absolutely. Um, so some of the other things that I had were... Uh, wild rice burger um, over in the food building um, because I've seen it many years and I just have never like went for it but it, that's another option that could be a little bit more macro friendly than some of the other things here at the fair um, is the wild rice burger and fries there and it was really good um, not shockingly different than like a normal burger would be but I was satisfied like it wasn't a bad burger um, what else did I have so we had the tachos i had the um burger and the nitro what else did we sample so fried pickles are a huge um thing for people at the fair i've never been a super big uh, pickle person so i typically like try one every year but then that's kind of where it ends some other big favorites from my coworkers when we came together was the pastrami ham pickle roll or like the pastrami pickle roll which was like one of the jumbo pickles and cream cheese and then the pastrami. Um, so they really liked that. They said it was like the perfect, like what they wanted kind of thing. Um, but some of my favorite things from the fair, absolutely hands down would have been the mini donut beer. So that was over by the ballpark area right next to the beer garden. And that was absolutely the best beer I've had at the state fair. And so it comes with a rim is 
uh, sugar and cinnamon like rim on it, just like you would for like a margarita. And the beer itself was really good too. And the pair between like with the sugar and the beer, it was a really good combo. Definitely had donut vibes. I also tried the funnel cake beer and that one basically was just like a beer and they sprinkled some powdered sugar on top. It wasn't bad, but like, I feel like I probably could have added my own powdered sugar to like a line of Kugels and it would have been the exact same. Also had a couple, um, garlic fries from one of my coworkers. That's a really big popular thing for gluten-free is either the loaded tater tots and the garlic fries. Those are two big ones that I know my boss who is gluten intolerant. He um, definitely tends to veer towards the garlic fries and the tater, t- the loaded tater tots. Um, when it comes to the best food or other things that I saw, obviously there's different drinks you can get. Um, have you? Did you try any fun drinks this year? Um, I have not yet. I have had the convenience of having a fridge back here, mm. so I've had my own drinks here. But I have. I know Riley went out for a bubble tea right away. Okay. Um, and the different beers. Yep, I, that's yep. what my, I recommend. The mini donut beer, ten out of ten. You got to try it before you leave. Your mom had that too, yep. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I a blueberry beer. I know oh, someone yeah. was talking. about. I tried that last year. It was really good. Yeah. I liked it. Someone said they were gonna. They were in here shopping, and they're like, "I'm gonna go get a couple more blueberry beers, and then I'm gonna come back and get a fanny pack." <laughs> you know what they did? They came back and got a fanny pack. <laughs> so many, we had to order more. <laughs> I know, right? I knew the fanny packs would be popular just because it's the state fair fanny pack and it's kind of coming kind of coming no, back like as a trend. Full sequin fanny pack. Oh yeah. I wasn't going to get a plain Jane one. I'm only purchasing something full of sequins just because it's fun. And you always want to meet the person who will wear the pack. Like if you'll wear a fanny pack you're probably pretty awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's where I go with that kind of stuff. Like I'm not stocking a fanny pack because I feel it needs to be the next trend. I'm doing it because I want to meet the person who wants mm. to buy the pack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What are, let's see. What else did I do in the state fair? Uh, we popped inside at the Coliseum um, last week, and, like, we didn't know what was going on. We literally just – there was a ton of people, and it looked like they were, like, getting the ground ready and, like, smoothed out. I was like, it looks like a Zamboni, <laughs> which it kind of does. Yep, it does. Um, and so we like, just, like, sat down and, like, waited for the show to start. And all of a sudden, these giant Clydesdales come trotting out. There's all six of them pulling their little wagon. I'm sure people who know what this is called. I think I'm foolish. But anyways, it was the coolest thing I've seen in a while. So we stayed and watched the show for that. It was crazy seeing, like, horses are big as it is. And, like, those are some. These were the drafts, the Belgians. They were coming from all over the U.S. I want to say heavily around here, but I heard Michigan Canada. and even Canada. Canada was doing quite well, yeah. um, but the draft horses were beautiful. Think of the Budweiser horses and the giant carts. Now, I have a lot of curiosity. I know a lot about horses, but, I, you know, there's so many different aspects and stuff going on that I even looked up one of the horse carts, and they're running 50000 for horse carts. I mean, and then you think of the team that's brought with it, and it's just everyone looks at a lot of horse stuff, and they're like, oh, it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. But it's more of... The humans have chosen to create the sport, and they have chosen to bring it to an elaborate level. Right. So when it gets expensive, they're choosing to participate at that level. And there's fun shows where you can wear a ripped-up T-shirt and a pair of jeans and have 
just as much fun, sometimes more. Mm -hmm. So when you see the performance people, some people throw a nose to it and they're like, oh, you shouldn't have to wear that many rhinestones and do that much craziness. Well, you don't have to. The ones that do, they want to. Right. And they want to perform. So when we saw those cart horses, I mean, the teams of eight were just, I mean, beautiful, crazy. Um, and I love seeing the drivers in the sparkle. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. I can't believe it got me excited seeing so many rhinestones in the arena. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I know you have a couple of sweet spots um, for food. At least one comes oh, to mind. Yep. Or, like, definitely. Spill the tea and some cheap food. So if you're hitting the fair and your, let's say, your macros or whatever, if you're just not checking everything and can eat normal food, but you just want to fill your stomach and you're just like, I just want to eat something that's more affordable. Mike's is near the corn, the corn cob place, but just before it, a little bit more up the hill. I think it's before the, the slide, but yeah, before the slide in the corn cob, but Mike's burger place, they have $2 burgers, two, $2.50 cheeseburgers. I think fries for four bucks and then onion rings were five. But at the same time, like, you can get so many burgers. You're looking at probably your McDonald's quality dollar burger. But if you're in the fair and trying to not spend, or you're on your meal three and still hungry, who knows, mm -hmm. and you're trying to save, we have been hitting up Mike's Burgers. I heard great things about a steak stand right by the grandstand as well. They don't get a lot of acclimation. Uh, you pay a little bit more for that. But if you're eating, if you want a good quality steak, a good quality sandwich, a good meat, um, there is a great steak shop that's down right next to the grandstand. I saw it, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think Mike's is probably my favorite for affordability. Right. Yeah, definitely. Which is rare to find here. Yeah. Everyone's Everything's like $9. I, some of the vendors I've been visiting with, like they've been here for many, many years. And I told them about the $2 burger place and they're like, wait what like they were i was taking orders immediately somehow i, I turned into the waitress they're like tomorrow i'm gonna need seven cheeseburgers <laughs> like yeah i'll make that happen anyone for anyone for a burger there um and then parking obviously everyone coming to the state fair parking's a huge issue dilemma so my advice if you're on prep or just in general a someone in the fitness world Park far and park, park free. Far. Yeah. And just get your walking in. Get your walking in, throw your headphones in, or jog. You know what I yeah. mean? If you need a little cardio or something, who cares if you're a little bit sweaty? Nothing smells good here anyway. You know what I mean? Like we're in the we're by the arena and the cows were in there today and we were definitely smelling the cows. Like I don't think anyone's gonna pick on you. I have no problem parking far and, and heading in. Also understand parking will suck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, get, just like sit back. Relax, turn the radio yeah, on. Yeah, plan some good music. Plan at least 30 minutes to find parking. Yeah. Like, car, I feel like that's fair. Car karaoke. Plan for 15 bucks on the weekday, 20 on the weekend. But honestly, park a little bit further out. Find a street. Make sure it's legit. And just walk in. Yeah. It's really not that bad. Like, I've been I've been coming here every day since the fair. And mind you, I only used to go to the fair once a year, if not once every two to three years. So we knew coming in for Sparkle Ridge that it was going to be an adventure. And it kind of has, every day has brought a new way to get into the fair. And I've just been adapting every time I get close. And honestly, Nadi, no stress. No stress. Even if there is a 5K blocking all my back roads and I got 20 minutes, the booth's about to open. And I know it takes another 20 minutes to get in there, let alone walk. It's really been just make it happen. Park, pick a spot and just have some fun while you're on your way in. 
parking has been anything but graceful for me. I keep relying on Google Maps to bring me to the fair because I don't know, and I refuse to learn, apparently, the streets of Minneapolis. I would say Cleveland, Como. There's my yeah. tip right there. Anywhere back in that little U of M sector right That's there. That's where I'm at right there. I'm right past the BP, which I like because it has a porta potty outside. Not that I'm a huge porta potty goer, but it is convenient. Yep, they blocked off their regular bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So parking... Even ticketing has been good. So they had pre pre-sale tickets at a discount, but we were behind the behind the the pace on getting that taken care of for Sparkle Ridge. So we've also accepted that as the adventure of the day and see what happens at the ticket booth. If you have a Hennepin County library card, you get two dollars off your entry. Get I out. learned that today really? because a girl in front of me did it and I was like, She's I heard her say something about Hennepin County Library card and I was like I got one of those on my keychain. Do you really and I got two dollars off my entry today? I was like, Yeah. See, there's a lot of ways like when you're trying to get into the state fair, they're not trying to rob you blind. They want you in there as much. Everyone at the front gates have been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Really they're so friendly, so so down to earth. Um, there was a day Riley found 10 bucks on the way in to buy a nice. ticket. Bought a ticket. There was a day I'm standing in line to get tickets, and a woman came up. She's like, I bought too many tickets. Here you go. Oh, nice. You name it, it's been presented to us. Like We've actually, instead of buying pre-sale discounted tickets, We've saved more money yeah. waiting and, and just seeing what happens yeah. and not bringing the stress around it. And just, it's the fair. It's going to be busy. Stop complaining about it. It's going yeah. to be cold. You know what I There's mean? There's going like, to be a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it's shoulder to shoulder pretty much every day. Um, Even when it was raining, there was a ton of people. Another fun adventure, because I'm here for 12 days, it's just kind of absorbing the whole situation as I was at the Oof to Taco stand and I told my sister, I'm like, all right, I'm on my way back. Time me. Let's no, see how quickly I can get back. Let's make a little adventure out of it. I was able to get from the Oof to Taco, which is way past the grandstands. It's almost near the, the side entrance off of Snelling, all the way down to the Coliseum. Made it in six minutes, but I'm telling you, people saw me and they were like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm getting timed right now. I have to get across the entire state fair. So it's been a lot of fun just um, embracing the crowds, embracing the food, and embracing what the what you can bring from a fitness aspect of just, like, enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Which is totally doable. You can definitely enjoy the fair and still stay on track. Um, just plan ahead of time if you're going to do macros. I'm sure a lot of the places have their nutrition information either online uh, or you can guesstimate, just overguesstimate. Right, right. And... Let's see, what else is there for the fair? Hmm. I mean, it's constantly changing. It's been fun to see it come and go. And we, we've hit a couple days of record-breaking attendance mm-hmm. with everything. Um, when it comes to coming to the fair with big groups is great because you get to try everyone else's food. However, walking in big groups is very challenging, especially in the food building when it's raining. <laughs> so my recommendation is to, like, do the old before cell phones were a thing, pick a time and pick a place yeah. and meet back here right. with your right. food. Um, right. That's my two cents on like just general planning. I know it sounds simple, but like there was points where I was like, dang, I wish we had a jump rope to like keep a hold of everyone. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it just wheezing through crowds and all that kind of stuff. Even with the kid cart, that was really tough getting in and out of crowds, but you'll get there at Ooh. some point. And on out in midway over at the fair games, the least rigged game that we found, Sean and I, um, was the balloon dart toss. It's it's a balloon and you get a dart. You pop three balloons, you get a big prize. That was so we got that. He got a prize from there. So it seemed like the least rigging rigged right like carnival game. And 
the one with the ring toss. Two of my coworkers actually won two of the giant stuffed animals, which was pretty cool because they said they only have about 50 winners a day. Oh, wow. So two of my people on my team won that, which was fun. And I saw them with their giant stuffed yeah. past their <laughs> animals. They seemed quite happy yeah. on, on their prize. Absolutely. And then we did the speedway pitch. That's fun to do, too. I mean, I don't know how accurate it is. They, try, they speed the um, baseball that you throw at the target. And then, oh, awesome. I'm not, like, super big into, like, carnival rides, but we went on this one that looks like a giant, like, UFO spaceship thing. And basically, it's just, like, centrifugal force that, like, pushes you to the end. But, Gravitron. Like, is that what they call yeah. it or something like that? It was wild. Yeah. Like, people were flipping upside down uh -huh. in there. Like, yep. there's no straps. I was like, I, I feel unsafe. I did that when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd, I'd be one of the upside down people. Yeah. And if the, the worker wouldn't be harsh on you, you can backflip out of it when it's slowing down uh, that gravitational force yeah. like you can flip out of it oh i know what you're talking oh about oh my god that ride was really fun like super <laughs> worth six, six tickets you're going to experience so many new things at the fair i mean even bringing camille into one of the cattle shows she's like and she's been to bodybuilding shows she's been to horse shows but she had never seen a cattle show before mm -hmm. and she's like i am looking at something completely new <laughs> to my eyes right now and i cannot quite absorb it so i was explaining a cow show which is very similar to a bodybuilding yeah. show because you're you're critiquing the cow's, you know, physique and form and all of that kind of stuff. So it's always it's always fun to explain animal shows to bodybuilders because they get it because they've been the animal. It's so weird because, like, there's a lot of industries like that where there's an exact scenario that's, like, it's such a parallel uh -huh. for whether it's even the Western show pleasure. It's, like, girls wear sparkly bikinis on stage, they wear sparkly jackets. Yep. Literally the same thing. You go up on stage, you're like judged on presence and poise and symmetry it. and they're just looking for different criteria in each in each group kind of leaning towards sparkle ridge right now um we'll do a quick tap on what a new company at the fair has kind of been experiencing here um it's been amazing so we're a new company i wasn't expecting like off the chart sales like it's not always going to happen. No one knows to look for us. It's right. like, how do you know? Like, how do you know? No one goes to the fair and like, I'm going to find a custom Western jacket yeah. today and I'm going to spend $2,000 and it's going to be perfect. Well, <laughs> nobody wakes up and says yeah. that. We're not stupid. So we just wanted to bring enlightenment to the fair and what we can do with everything. Um, so we've been having a lot of fun with that. We've actually, actually turned it into some custom some custom orders in the booth and the coolest thing that we've experienced is the people that come to the fair and they come with information and they come with inspiration and they come looking for you and saying we haven't found something like this i could really use you at this arena could you come to this for show can you come to the texas state fair stacy westfall called me or message oh she messaged me, and then I accidentally butt-dialed her right away. <laughs> if anyone knows Stacey Westfall, um, she is very well-known in the quarter horse industry. She is very highly accredited. She is the reason I went to the Equine Career Conference, and her team there had done amazing things for Riley and I on getting us on the right path. So she messaged me and said, it looks like you're working hard on things and moving it forward. So the hi my highlights of the fair have been a lot of things I wasn't expecting. The sales are great. We're happy. Um, but it's the people. And that's the greatest thing I think about the fair is you can get any food or anything. But if you slow down 
and understand that there will be a crowd, but within that crowd, the people mm -hmm. are really going to make it a lot of fun. And I'm telling you, the employees here at the fair, I've been to Disneyland. Sucks. It was not butterflies and rainbows. Not the happiest place on earth. Not the happiest place on earth. Terrible, actually. All of the employees here at the <laughs> Minnesota State Fair, they need to go work at Disneyland because they have been awesome. Yeah. They have been so awesome. So I really highly recommend to slow down and look at the people that are here because you can find a lot of gems in the in the sea of people and everyone has pictures of the sea of the crowds of people up and down cathedral hill and all that stuff so um a lot of highlights of the fair have been the ones that have been unexpected and if you've been a longtime listener of soul sisters balancing act um you've heard of and know of Chris from Gunpowder and Gloss. Yeah. And so we're stationed right next to them at the State Fair. So if you are in the market for a new matte, li matte liquid lipstick or lip gloss, they're right next door to us. Come say hi. She's had amazing feedback as well. She's got a very niche brand that fits well in the Western horse industry and any, any country farm girl type of a thing. So she's been a highlight of the fair because I have a friend night right next to me and we can help each other out and all that. And the feedback she's been receiving has been wonderful as well. So and you can get a free temporary tattoo. Right? I've been getting them every day. I think she's getting sick of me coming over all the time. I also got a free uh, um, airbrush. Oh, yeah. Makeup. Yeah. So she's been taking good care of me here. It's just been fun. We're two women that are just starting up businesses, hoping for the best and wanting the best. And the fair is definitely offering that to us. So... Um, one last thing here on Sparkle Ridge. What has been the most commented on or like the hot t item for Sparkle? Like oh. what have people been commenting on? Like so what's been the biggest item so with far? With the booth of Sparkle Ridge, we kind of twisted it. I have a whole boutique style within the booth, but we put up a whole blocking wall, which does not fit state fair regulations. But you know what? Nobody yelled at us, <laughs> so we're good. And we have this whole blockade wall that I have all of my fresh designs into the most popular thing in the booth is the Elton John design, totally. definitely. So the Elton John, I only named it Elton John because some of the swirly cues are similar to another design that Nudie Cohen had done a long time ago. And um, I have the Elton John on a mannequin that's chilling on a big horse barrel and just hanging out. And it just looks cool. It looks like the rider had a tough day and they're hanging out. And they most definitely that is the mannequin that has taken the most pictures people stop by and um, take photos first they're kind of hesitant then i'm like get in that display and get that photo make sure you tag sparkle ridge so you name it um everyone's taking pictures of stuff so the elton john has been the most popular and then the uh, purple pride is another one up front which needs to switch to purple rain because we are <laughs> right. uh, prince community I'll, I'm going to do a play on the word rain, though, as horse rain. <laughs> oh, instead of I like rain. it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> that was from Nita at the office. She had that idea. Oh, also, quick, I just remembered a prep-friendly um, beverage, because there's a lot of, like, alcoholic beverages and stuff that aren't so great. But there is a coffee stand that said it was, like, a more of, like, an eco-friendly type coffee, too. Um, so you can get, like, a black coffee. And Sean got an iced coffee with, like, low-cal almond low milk, yeah. so it was super good, perfect spot, great, really refreshing on that hot day, um, so you still get that, like, satisfaction of a nice cold beverage, but it is still on track. There's so much stuff on track here, and there's so many other things to do just to kind of keep you moving and shaking while you're trying to get through everything. And I have a vision for an air fryer food truck someday I think it could happen. Fair. I think so. 
We'll get you a little trailer and we'll make it look good for the fair. <laughs> well, air fryer. Right? Maybe yep. we, we'll test it out. We'll just start selling. I'm food, selling them. Selling some air fryers. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. people, I've been selling um, Camille's air fryers here <laughs> at the booth as well. <laughs> and we've been putting them out. So she's been clicking by on the air fryer side of things You need as to make well. me a t-shirt that says I'll send you the link. Because <laughs> I always like, I'll send you the link and then I get my dollar commission yeah. off of it. But it's just more fun so than cool. anything else. Right. Right. All right. Well, thanks for listening for this episode for All Things Fair. Stopping in All Things Fair. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.